humans in the past didn't used to brush their teeth. It wasn't until we started adding so much sugar into our diet that dentistry really started to take off. The Matt Miller Real Podcast. The Matt Miller Real Podcast. Episode two. <laughs> if you're wondering how many uh, how many days it takes for your boy to polish off a supermarket sized uh, thing of dark chocolate peanuts, it's two days I can polish off one of these buckos. Just get fucked up. So many calories. It's all right. I just worked out. My abs feel good, my arms feel good, my face feels beautiful. I feel lovely today. I'm, I, have a, I have a dinner plan after this. I'm going to eat a munch of nice dinner. What am I doing eating chocolate peanuts when, I could be, when I'm supposed to be munching a big nice fucking dinner for dinner? I'm going to go get a large bucket of ass. Shove that shit right in my face. Ah... It's not initially how I wanted to start the episode, but it is how we are we are beginning. And, I'm, you know, I feel like ass jokes are actually out. That's like old humor. Ass humor is uh, it's out. Now what are people are joking about? Pussies again? Are we back? Maybe we're joking about balls. Maybe balls are in. Humor goes around the waist. It takes vertical and horizontal directions to where the cultural zeitgeist of the funny the funny is you think about this <laughs> or what do i know i know everything about humor you want to know about humor i'm going to tell you about humor right now humor is when you start laughing <laughs> that's humor then this podcast, the Matt Miller Real Podcast, this is humor. Um, I'm delivering every week. This is week two, and I've already ha- I've given so many laughs. And I was also I'm still playing with my hair. If you're watching the video, I'm trying to. I really want to try to get a kind of a bad boy physique. And I know touching your head is sort of like a signifier of like weakness, but I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get. Ooh, okay. Ooh, look at that. Ding, bang. Trying to get this real cool look. This is uh, the reoccurring thing here. Episode 2. But yeah, I mean, maybe everything stays in vogue around the waist and comedy doesn't go through flows. Maybe ass jokes are as in. Or as what sexual thing becomes more culturally less taboo, then the jokes come in and then they get old because we're all fine with it. So once, like, uh, you know, society's like, all right, double anal is regular. You'll hear all the double anal jokes, and then, you know, they'll become normal. And then maybe that's the way the humor rolls. More people, I think, I don't know if it's more people. Hmm. A lot of people enjoy, want the clean humor. You know, they don't want so much uh, dirty dark you know fucked up humor damn it i can't swear at the beginning of this five minutes of of youtube i always forget this this is going to be on the web i tried something with the first episode at least i think i did i didn't even release it yet 
this is uh, another future mat where I put like me walking around with my dog as like a as the frame of the video. Try to do something. I don't know if it's jarring. I think on this one I want to put. I film myself grocery shopping, so you'll see that on the corners, and it's probably going to be jarring. But you know, what is what is a podcast if not just a man in a room saying words, <laughs> describing events? <laughs> What is it? You know, I have a nice blue Sharpie with me. How many times are you using a blue Sharpie, to be honest? How many times? You're usually using a bl- you're usually using a black Sharpie, aren't you? Not a bluey. You need a blacky. And that's this is going to come off wrong. I'm only saying that cuz it's called Sharpie, so I was adding e to things. So now it doesn't sound good once you start calling if you start with bluey, you're okay, but then you you get to the other colors and it sounds to start a little a little silly, don't you think? <laughs> you're bluey blacky and then there's whitey have fun all the colors of sharpie adding e like e to the end of things can make certain words especially with race involved sound silly whitey blacky brownie <laughs> how do you feel about it how do you really honestly feel about that this is sharpie so whatever this sharp the sharp races, that's what it is. <laughs> Sharpie, whitey, blacky, brownie, uh, bluey. What about greeny? That's a, uh, a dog chew thing to make their teeth uh, nice. They chew on it. <laughs> you ever have a greeny? You have a dog? You give it a greeny? I think it's for its teeth. It's like dog clean, clean teether. And it's interesting that we have to clean dogs' teeth because, like, other animals that are just out amongst the wild, they don't have to clean. And this is something I learned that humans in the past didn't used to brush their teeth. It wasn't until we started adding so much sugar into our diet that dentistry really started to take off, uh, which is interesting. So, like, dogs probably shouldn't have to clean their teeth, but we they're sneaking sugar in the dog food, or we're just giving them our food, which is just full of sugar, so now we have to fucking brush dogs' teeth, because all we want to do is eat unnatural sugar. We just... When we wouldn't need dentistry if we didn't, like, munching on fucking candy bars so much. See what I'm saying? Hmm? You know, it's so good and tasty, and we're just... And who am I but a, a man amongst <laughs> tasty goods? But now we gotta clean our, clean our uh, pet's teeth. Hmm? Excellent. I was thinking about that bluey, blacky, whitey bit. I don't think saying bluey, blacky, or whitey or any of that's offensive. It, like, unless you're, like, pointing at someone. You know what I mean? It It's really kind of meaningless. It's, it sounds... So I don't know why I made a big deal about that. That's a little joke retraction. It's staying in the app, but yeah, dentistry only exists because of the sugar business. And you can look that up. <laughs> you can look that up right now. Um, actually, let me Google something real quick before we uh, before I take a little break here. Is a slur. Um, let me see. Slang term is it is the word "blacky" to refer to a black person, politically incorrect or offensive? Well, let's see what this says. 
Oh, it is because it dehumanizes them. So, if, so if you called someone whitey, it would also be dehumanizing because you're referring to someone by their skin color. Okay, so it's highly offensive. Okay, here we are. I have a different shirt if you're watching the video. And I also set up a sound blanket because I have one of these robotic vacuums that cleans the house and it's running right now. And you'd think, while I record the podcast, I wouldn't be doing it, but no. I want to remind the viewer or the listener that we're in the future and we have little robots that go around our house cleaning the ground. And I figure I'm giving you an authentic experience coming into my life hearing a robot clean up everything and take stock of our items and send it to our overlords. <laughs> Just take pictures of our house and what we're buying and what we're doing and, uh, you know, bringing that data to uh, people who need it, who need to know about what humans are doing. Uh, mostly other humans, I would assume. Just sending, just blasting all my data. They know what products I'm using. They know what I'm eating. They know, uh, you know, what I'm what I'm secretly doing all the time. They're just taking pictures and flying around. You got one of these bots? I got one of them. Um, but yeah, so I have the sound blanket. If you're on video, let me go back to the sound blanket, and this is going to prevent all the the robo sound from getting into the room. I have. I have a close. I'm in a closed room. Don't worry. I, I work in a closed room. Professional podcaster. How much time do you spend in a closed room alone? Alone in a closed room. I guess if you're working like a, a corporate job, climbing the structure, right? You start off kind of in like I guess the cubicles, but amongst you know the general, the GP of the company, and then eventually you're trying to get your own little fish tank room where you're all alone, and you're like, "Ooh, I'm left to my own devices." <laughs> Uh, or something like that. Yeah. What What are you even doing in there? What What are people? Do people have? I guess it's probably out there. All the uh, stats about what people are doing in offices. You know what I mean? Like what they're actually doing. I don't. I think people. Was it people only do like two hours of work during an eight hour workday? It's just like social media. You're just watching movies and gaming or whatever. If we were to really pay attention to everyone's shit, what if What if one day we do? <laughs> and then you actually have to work for eight hours a day. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, we're all working eight hours a day, you know. <laughs> but no, well, what if one day they just always have surveillance over you and you just become forced into hard labor and there's no fuckery? That'd be fun. That'd be a fun age. No fuckery anymore. You guys aren't allowed to do any fuckery, you people working for my company. No fuckery for you. How, uh... Yeah, I always wonder at people's, like, jobs that they don't like or whatever, that they have to work for money, and they have to present themselves in a certain professional way. How many people are, like, completely different people on the job site? I guess everyone is, really. You put on a fake job voice. I'm here on the job site. Here I am, the guy, <laughs> doing the work for everyone. Ooh, better... Better not say anything too weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny out there. It's funny out there having jobs, living a li living this life as a human. We need to hide. Uh, unless you are just a person that's naturally unoffensive, <laughs> I guess. You don't have to hide. You have nothing to hide. If you are just a person, just, you know, just, uh, I feel like Bill Burr used to use that noise when referencing 
like women in a joke. My dog's barking, but this so I feel like I'm stealing it. So which is why I'm trying to give him credit. I, perhaps he's barking at the robot, but I got I gotta go check that one sec. All right, no, my dog, uh, yeah, was barking at the robot. I think he was asleep and it startled him. So say how you say what you will about that. <laughs> say what you will about that. But yeah, no, I always. I feel like I'm uh, stealing a joke. I have to reference who the comedian is. I, want, I need to be com completely original here. <laughs> but yeah, no, working, uh, masking yourself at the job site. Uh, you know, because you got to have like, uh, what kind of opinions do you have at it? You got to have like, no, you don't have to. You just wouldn't have anything to talk about, right? If you didn't have, if you didn't just like mainstream movies and music. And then people like alt movies and alt music. But the thing is, then there's art beyond that and that's where it starts to get a little hazy and finding uh other people to discuss it with i guess but i think i was originally talking about my soundboard oh yeah but then yeah so then but then if you're in your own little cubicle this isn't a soundboard it's a sound blanket if you're on, if you're in your own little cubicle there what are you doing are you really doing you're you expressing yourself more <laughs> what, what if you have no expressions you have no opinions and ideas what are you even doing there? Just hanging out. Having a grand time. But the sound blanket really holds all the sound back. Really creates a barrier between all that dirty outside noise. Just uh, and all this goodly my size noise that I'm I'm broadcasting <laughs> for everyone to witness right now. I wrote down a couple of other things I wanted to talk about. Uh, heroin is what I wanted to talk about, actually. How much heroin are you doing? Do you just love heroin? Are you are you the next heroin guy? <laughs> the big heroin guy. Who's that heroin guy? It's you. You're the heroin guy now. But heroin, I learned bear aspirin. You know bear aspirin? I have the article right here. Let me tell you a little... Both aspirin and heroin were created in a two-week period in 1897 by German chemist Felix Hoffman, with two N's, who worked at Bayer. Bayer created aspirin and heroin in 1897. Prior to 1897, humans weren't doing heroin. It was created in a lab. God, I need to look at the video here. I'm wiping my nose, and it's probably it's not the best thing to look at. I always forget when I'm on camera. I can't be my normal, gross self. But yeah, heroin wasn't invented till 1897. People weren't fucking fucking around with it before that. I just did a little edit, so it may seem like a different um whatever. I edited a, a second ago. Hoffman, <laughs> who was born in 1868, worked in various local pharmacies before studying chemistry and pharmacy at the University of Munich in Germany. All right, you don't even know about this guy's fucking background. But, uh, yeah, they started prescribing heroin. You can look up ads for heroin. Uh, they prescribe, they're like, we buy aspirin, buy heroin to help with your, 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 your stuff. <laughs> your herdies. That was a normal thing until, like, the 1930s when they had to illegalize it because they realized it was too addictive and it also slowly kills you, right? <laughs> but this just says too addictive. This is pharmacy times. So they're like... Oh, the only big problem with heroin is the too addictive property. 
it's not the killy i mean is 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 it just that it's too addictive that it's a, it's the it's a problem my voice is so dry right now <laughs> this is a good morning podcast that's good slurp nose but like but is it also like destroying your body you know i thought that was the truth but pharmacy times maybe wants to just display it as just being too addictive because they want to get off the hook. Pharmacy Times linked linked to Big Pharma. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, the pharmaceutical companies created the heroin that got the people addicted and sick. And then, yeah, then they have to fix it. Isn't that funny? Now, granted, I guess they didn't know the long-term effects, but I guess the point being is as we create new things... Some new things are just going to be bad and fuck us up, and then they're going to have to cover cover their asses, you know, the the pharmacy company. All the time, every time, every item they create. <laughs> uh, but, like, that's like fentanyl, right? Fentanyl was created by uh, a lab, you know, the, the, uh, the medical industry. They created fentanyl, and then they're like, oh, shit, this stuff is terrible. And now they're trying to get, they're, they're trying to get rid of it. And it's the same thing with fucking heroin. Heroin was released. They're like, oh no, this shit's this shit is garbage. We don't need this around here. And then heroin uh, got into the human zeitgeist, and now there's just heroin everywhere. And then fentanyl is now all over the place, right? And they're trying to get rid of it, but they fucked up by introducing it. You know, that's modern technology. Sometimes modern technology, as we advance, some of the new things are aren't good. And then we're like, uh oh, we gotta get backtrack from that. All these modern uh, pills. I think the, the bigger point is we just have to deal with our pain. We gotta suck it up and deal with our pain. All these new painkiller things. Or we just gotta stop fucking around with uh, poppy plants and making various forms of heroin related thing or whatever. But you know. Or we can just keep having fun with all the drugs and uh, living a, a lovely, silly, drug-filled life. Which may be the best option. But yeah, painkiller drugs are uh, quite a thing. Quite a thing. They're, uh, I don't like them, to be honest. Don't like them at all. They may, I don't like, the, they make you feel stupid, and I don't like to feel stupid. I like, uh, I like, I like weed. Weed makes me feel smart. No, weed doesn't actually get, it allows me to still think about things. It just, like, slows things down. But, like, yeah, painkillers just make me feel all dumb and loopy. Which I guess is what people want. Alcohol, still I have a sort of thought about myself. <laughs> sort of thinking capability, unless I'm blackout. But it, until, well, there is a state where you're kind of sloshing around. You can still kind of see where you're not exactly uh, in control of what you're saying and doing. Alcohol is a funny one. That you can reach a, a, a state of actively doing things and not being aware of what's happening uh i don't think you can really get that with weed you'll fall asleep you could fall asleep but like you could you're still like aware you know even with i don't know other drugs right but alcohol you can reach a state of unawareness <laughs> so it's kind of a silly legal drug where you can reach a state where you're doing things actively participating in the world and you're not present <laughs> seems pretty fucked up to allow you can think of all the consequences of allowing people to be able to do that just think of them all in your head 
Hmm. Driving is a big one, right? Driving. If you're talking about sexual interaction, these these can be big, uh, big errors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, I'm not trying to downplay it or downmouth it. Downmouth it. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not trying to dog alcohol. It's all fun and all. But just consider all the consequences out there, all right? <laughs> but no, I mean. My point, my point here is we just legalize all of it. Anything I said about the pharmaceutical companies, you know, ruining people, I didn't really say it by, by creating these, by creating like heroin and fentanyl, right? They created it and then they went out to the world and people got love the shit and then they want to keep going it. It's like, <clears throat> but I mean, they should keep doing it. This is my point being, just keep making wilder, crazy drugs. Let's just keep being addicted to things and just fucking be wild off being addicted. You know what I'm saying? How fun that would be if we're all addicted to our various drugs and we're all walking around, looking around, like, look at everyone all around here. And <laughs> we're all addicted. Isn't that what uh, a lot of things predict, right? We're going to be in the future. We'll be taking uh, happy pills and uh, we'll all be good. Just living our, our little lives, taking happy pills. That could be what happens. I'm, uh, I, uh, Maybe. Are you, would you like that? Would you like that, you little fucker? <laughs> huh? What was I? I was trying to just think of something else I wanted to talk about with uh, heroin and fentanyl and the, well, it's okay. So they're like, you know, how designer drugs. People in the club scene like to take designer drugs, where it's like drug chemists are just changing whatever molecules or uh, properties, whatever the right word would be, <laughs> splicing things. And uh, making new drugs, that's just what the the pharmaceutical companies are doing. It's just the pharmaceutical companies are doing it legally. <laughs> yeah, dude. Big pharma. And the, the, the little guy has, has no regulations. But the uh, like FDA and stuff, you know, they've let a lot of shit fly that's no good. So it's hard to, like, the, the point is that we want the... Uh, the big drug, the drug company to make the drugs because they got regulations. That way, they we know they're caring for the people. But the regulations, you know, it's all fucking fucked. There's constantly, there's always stuff that goes out that like injures people, drug wise, you know. <laughs> but I mean, what's what's my point here? I don't know. I, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing to be fixed <laughs> or done. I'm just saying the information so you can hear it. I don't even, I did, I did no research. I did a little research. I read this article on heroin and aspirin and I, uh, you know, I've read general things online throughout my life, but you, I'm just trying to make you come to your own decisions. There's no bigger point here. This is just the facts. This is just the the facts that I'm coming with. My own personal facts. We're, we're living in a time of personal facts. I mean, I think what I was saying was mostly true, actually. I think I was only saying true things. I don't know why I'm going off on this other tangent right now. It seems... Uh, seems like what happens when you do when you do the podcast alone, you just start talking to yourself, and then you really... Uh, because there's no one to bounce off of. You have no checks. So you just start going down. At least I like to just start going down wherever I'm headed. And it may not be completely coherent. But I guess you you'll you can pull out whatever nuggets of things I'm saying throughout the podcast. I feel like I, I get off into tangents like this that are very meta. 
which I think is important when you're producing a podcast to break the third wall so they don't think they're just listening. You you guys know I'm talking to you when I when I get into these little breaks of speak. So that's nice. <laughs> that's nice that we can all just agree to talk to each other, but I'm the only one speaking and you're listening. Parasocial relationship is what it's called. <clears throat> I, I first read that term online and now... I know what it means. Parasocial. We're having we're, we're friends with people who we never speak to or interact with, and we only get to hear their side of things, and we know a lot about them. Classic podcast uh, problem conundrum. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's just an interesting. It's an interesting human relationship. Imagine animals in the Serengeti. <clears throat> Imagine a lion. Imagine a lion watching another lion through, like, uh, a gazelle's horns. And the lion's, like, you know, having the time of its life. <laughs> just lying there, lounging, munching, just fucking. And he's just watching this gazelle horn. This gazelle doesn't move. It's very scared. And the, the other lion's watching through the gazelle. The gazelles have little horns, right? Whatever. And he sees the other one, and the gazelle is very scared for days. So he just sits there and watches through the gazelle horns. The other lion living this, like, rumptious... That's not a word, but you know what I mean. This rumptious life. <laughs> and uh, that's, like, what we're doing. <laughs> that's my example <laughs> of a parasocial relationship. We're just looking through a gazelle's horn at another lion. Now, this isn't a knock on you for listening. I listen to plenty of podcasts... And the metaphor doesn't really, the allegory or whatever, doesn't really mean anything. But that's just what's going on. That's just what's going on. Perhaps the gazelle is looking through the lion's mane. Maybe there's a tuft with a little bit of an opening in the mane, a tuft. And he can see another gazelle living, like, roaming about and hopping about with the other gazelles, living a top-tier life. So it it's just... Uh, we're all just looking through screens. It's not, I'm not even trying, I don't even, because I think that makes it look like I'm living my top tier life when I'm sitting here with my sound blanket and my special light setup and uh, other accoutrements in the room. Another sound blanket not being used. <clears throat> but that's not what I'm saying. I'm just giving various examples of looking through screens at things that look similar to you doing things. That's the whole point of the cast. I mean, that's not the whole point of the cast, but let's continue. I saw that movie, Bo is Afraid. You hear this movie? It was a fun little romp of a movie. I think I would say, uh, without spoiling it, it's like uh, the movie Naked Lunch meets Forrest Gump. That's my uh, two-movie synopsis there. It was, yeah, it was a fun little silly movie full of silly fun things in a... A real romp at the cin the cinema. A lot of fun things being shown. Maybe I should just spoil it. Are you going to see it? Should I say spoiler alert? It seems like two, the movie just kind of came out. I mean, I guess I, I won't spoil it. I'll hold it back. But let's just say there's like, there's like dick and ball jokes in it. There's stabby jokes. <laughs> it's a silly, it's a silly romp of a film. There's a... There's a lot of paint. There's a lot of paint in it if you like paint. There's not a lot of paint. There's drug use. Just naming things that are in the movie. 
but you know, it was fun. There's a, there's a nice sex scene. A little uh, who is it? Is a Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> and uh, Parker Posey fucking? You get to see a little nude nudity there. If you're into that, it's it's nice. It's nice nudity. It's good quality cinema nudity. And you, you're not gonna you're not gonna find that on the web. This movie, you could probably find it on the web at this point, but it, it did just come out, so maybe it wouldn't be so easy to find. But just take a gander when you can. <laughs> but yeah, no, I liked it. It was it was a nice a nice fine film. And that is my review of Bo is Afraid. Is that will that help you want to go to this go live? the life of being in the cinema do you want to enter the cinema after that review uh yeah i mean just that real nice sex scene at the end <laughs> wait no spoilers no spoilers but just that real nice fuck scene is what really brings it all together all the <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be so hard during it when you see it what if there was a guy that just ranked movies? I guess that's kind of what, like, Mr. Skin, the website is, but a guy just ranked movies off, like, the nudity scenes, he's, or the nudity scenes, the sex scenes, and, like, how hot they are. And, uh, that would be a funny guy. <laughs> he just, every movie is ranked ba- based off the, the, the babage, <laughs> the total babage, just the hottest fuck scenes. That probably does exist. You can probably look at a meter, a, a movie ranker of best like uh not best sex scenes but like most nudity and like fucking in a movie so it wouldn't be i mean i'm sure there's a, a list of best movie sex scenes we love watching people pretend to have sex who did it the best <laughs> you know it's funny that you could on the internet you could just watch people have sex for real and that's like technically the best acting of sex because it actually is happening even if they're like acting in like a like a porn starry way where they're doing whatever for the camera and it's not like accurate regular sex they're still having sex so it is real anything that's just the real thing is better acting of it than the acting of it you know what i'm saying (laughs) uh but yeah a guy that just ranks movies just on how hot well, not on how hot, the wrong thing, but just on the most fucking, the most nudity he can see. That'd be a good way to review movies. <laughs> you gotta have some standard to reviewing movies. You gotta be like, oh, as long as there's one guy getting decapitated, one tit, uh, and one like uh, racist joke, that's all I need to complete a film. <laughs> Movies are more about checking off your personal, what you like to see, list. I guess uh, maybe a lot of art is like that. Maybe. Right? You don't know. Alright, I'm going to end episode two there. (laughs) Talking about art and people's uh, checking off boxes with art. Uh, I'm wearing a different shirt now. I'm about to record episode three with this shirt, but I uh, recorded that. Enjoy the Patreon. I may put the... I recorded like an hour Patreon for the first one, so I may split it up into two and have that be the Patreon to this episode, but who knows? Um, Yeah, stay tuned for next week.
and I'm gonna be uh, less high next week. I feel like these first two episodes I've been I've been pretty high, admittedly, but stay tuned for next week. Next week. And next week. It's the Matt Miller, Matt Miller Real Podcast. It's the Matt Miller, Matt Miller Real Podcast.